Hi, this is Bob Popp of Voice of the New York Football Giants, and this is the Big Blue UK and Ireland podcast. Alrighty then, on to the main event of free agents. Um, in a tribute to Keith from the UK Giants as well, because um, we thought, you know, we lo- we loved it last year when he came on when we were talking free agents, so we thought we got we got to tribute this to him. Uh, we're calling this section Buy or Bus. So do we spend the money on him and give him a new deal, or do we put them on a bus and bid them farewell? Um, first up, we've got the big decisions, um, and it's uh, first up is safety Xavier McKinney. Um, so far in his Giants career, he's he's obviously he's only twenty five, um, but he's a second round selection in twenty twenty. He's had been a constant starter when healthy, playing in forty nine or sixty seven regular season games. He's played three thousand one hundred fifty four defensive snaps, recording two sacks, three forced fumbles, two hundred twenty two tackles, and nine interceptions. He's been targeted 140 times, allowing 93 catches at a rate of 66%. And he allows a quarterback rating of 72.6 when targeted. Uh, last season's highlights, he, he finished uh, with an 87.8 um, PFF grade. Uh, his coverage grade of 91.2 topped uh, Jesse Bates of Atlanta to the top spot by one. Uh, so he's ranked number one in terms of coverage in the entire league. Uh, his 94 tackles were second on the team behind uh, Bobby Akereke and third in the safety rankings. And finally, he allowed 288 yards, which was just below average at his position. Um, what does that, what does his outlook look like? Well, Julian Love, who left the Giants last offseason, signed a two-year $12 million deal with the Seahawks. However, over the cap projects $13.5 million dollars. Um, PFF predicts 12.5 and Sportrack projects 10.4. Uh, if a deal exceeds these projections, however, you could see Joe Shane go, it's not for me. Um, what are your thoughts on McKinney, Shane? Um, I like him. I like him as a player. Um, he, he had a really good season. He, his best season as a, a giant, in all fairness, played every snap. Um, obviously, he's had some time out through injury i think he got injured in his rookie season so he didn't like play till about week 15 i think it was and then obviously he had the at atv accident um in the bye week uh last season i like him but i think i'm going to be like saying bye bye x um just because i think he's going to be sort of in and around that 14 15 plus a year he's going to be after um i think it was, was it last last year i think he um he changed agents as well to some some big time guy who sorted out big deals for other safeties in the league um and i think when you throw in that along with the fact that he let's be honest he's quite clearly pissed he hasn't been given a contract extension over the last 12 months so i think there goes any potential hometown discount as well yeah i've 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 got to agree um, with the whole hometown discount thing. I think if we if we want X, we pay X. That that's what it will come down to. It will come down to the money side of things. From a player perspective and what he delivers on the field, of course you want him back. I mean, you'd be stupid not to. The man's just played every single defensive snap for the Giants. 
he was maybe not the best to begin with, but as the season went on, he improved. And by the end, you could argue that he became one of the more valuable pieces on that defence, along with Dex and along with Bobby O. Um, for me, it's a keep. I, I, the thing that, that sways me with X is his age. And yes, you will have to pay for that. But the fact that he's still only 25 is huge. Like you could have him at his prime for another few seasons at least. Um, and it looks like, you know, a lot of the people in the comments are, are also kind of on that same train. This is going to cover up our beautiful faces now, but um, well, just dance. Uh, but <laughs> I'll buy, buy for me as long as the price is right. Keith said, uh, buy for me too. We need X. Uh, and Ollie, which seems to be a new name um, in, in the comments. So welcome, Ollie. Um, Keith McKinney at around 12 for me. He is the biggest priority of our free agents. I am still here. Um, <laughs> I think I, I've given my, my opinion on McKinney previously. Uh, I've not changed my mind. For me, it's, it's a buy. Um, yeah, the money's got to be right. Um, I don't want to overpay for him because obviously we've got we've got many other needs elsewhere in other positions, so we can't afford to overpay um, and potentially have to let somebody else go that we should, probably should have kept as well. But you look at the stats on screen there, he's number four safety in the league, um, according to PFF. And, you know, he's fully deserving and fully worth um, that new contract. And it just, it, it, it comes down to money. It absolutely comes down to the money. Um, I would absolutely like sign up for twelve. Not, not, no brainer, no question. Sign him up for thirteen. No brainer. Sign him up. Any more than that, maybe a little bit too rich. Um, but we'll see what happens. And it, it'd be a shame to see him go because he is a great talent and he is very young still. And like you said, Craig, we can we still got potentially a few more years of him in his prime ahead of him. Um, and he could turn into one of the best safeties in the league. If, you know, he's, he's already up there in terms of, I would say probably top 10, 15 safeties in the league. Um, but we could see him potentially grow and become even better than that. So it'd be a massive, massive shame to see him go. Um, but yeah, for me, it's a, it's a buy. Um, that's a, as in buy and give him the money, not buy as in wave by buy to him. Um, <laughs> all right, producer Craig, who's up next? Uh, right, next is going to be a more contentious one, in my opinion. Uh, Adoree Jackson. Uh, now, Jackson's arrival from the Titans, Titans again, Jesus Christ, uh, in 2021 coincided with the arrivals of Leonard Williams and Kenny Galladay. And you could argue that none of the three really set the world alight, but Jackson has stayed for the longest. His issues staying healthy have hampered any real consistency as he's missed at least three games in each season with the Giants only playing in 36 of the 50 games that he's been eligible for. His stats in the games, he, uh, he's been targeted 207 times, allowing 125 catches at a rate of 60%. He's had two forced fumbles, two interceptions, one of which was a pick six this past season, and has a QB re rating of 85.8 when targeted. Uh, now, last season, last season was a Dory's worst as a giant and as a pro as he finished near the bottom in almost all of the highlighted categories on the screen there. Uh, his 
0.6 PFF grade was 122nd of 133 qualifying cornerbacks. Uh, his 45.9 coverage grade ranked the same. Uh, his 753 yards allowed was also the joint eighth worst in the league. Um, if you look at his outlook, the likely option here is to move on from the veteran and look elsewhere. There'll be plenty of free agent options who graded much higher last season, who were probably on much less than Jackson, who was the highest paid cornerback in the league per cap hit. So, uh, Dan, thoughts on Adoree Jackson? I mean, looking at those stats on the screen. On the bus, mate, see you later. I mean, it's it's obviously it's hard to to grade someone based on one season, you know. But the that that one season says it all about Dory Jackson. Um, his his output is is his his performances last year were just way way off a standard they needed to be to be you know for the the highest paid cornerback in the league. Um, and unfortunately. I mean, well, I don't know if it's unfortunately. It's unfortunate for him. Maybe not so much. It's so inf- unfortunate for us, but get on the bus, mate. See you later. Yeah, I mean, when you were... Um, I mean, uh, you knew he had a bad season. And then you look at them stats and you're like, kind of like what the Feagles kind of stats like. I didn't think it was <laughs> yeah. that bad. You know what I mean? Not, um, yeah, not even joking, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, I mean, I think when you throw in the, the stats that are on the screen at the minute, as you say, and you, you throw in what he was being paid, then, you know, it, it's going to be a, a good buy. And let's not forget, Shane Bowen was the DC in Tennessee when they let Adoree go. So that doesn't hold, bode well for, for Adoree either, in my opinion. Yeah. And, you know, your sentiments are pretty much unanimously. Uh agreed with by me and by the uh, comment section. Halty, see uh, Steve Wilkins get a dory on the bus. Keith, the bus stop is that way, bud. Uh, Ollie, ranking alone tells the story. We've got young corners I'd rather develop than a declining vet. And buy, not buy. B-Y-E, not <laughs> B-U-I. Bye, Kieran. <laughs> we, we, we get you, Kieran. We get you. It's a little bit confusing, we know, but we get you. Buy our bus. Get on the bus. bus. Yeah. Bus, bus. On it's the... a unanimous bus, isn't it? Let's be honest. 100%. 100%. On the bus, Dory. All right, Shane, I think we all know who you're going to talk about. Yeah, so um, I'm going to talk about my boy, 2-6, Saquon Barkley. Um, obviously taken second overall, um, and that decision split opinion at the time. And to be honest with you, it's gone all the way through his career. And probably even there, you'll get some people who, you know, say... Yeah, it was a it was it was a good pick. He, he he was worth that in terms of his talent. Not saying the position positional sense was, was right, but in terms of talent, you know, and it, you know, I think it's something that will just rumble on for for many years to go as well. Um, but you know, he has during his six years been our best weapon, uh, bar the one year where he he, he had the injury. He's taught five thousand three hundred twenty five rushing yards, thirty seven rushing touchdowns, two thousand one hundred seventy seven receiving yards with twelve receiving touchdowns and eight total fumbles. And more than likely would have cleared seven and a half thousand rushing yards if it had not been for the injury seasons. Um, obviously in twenty twenty, where he tore his ACL, and in twenty nineteen, twenty twenty one, he just he just kind of struggled with like niggling ankle sprains that cost him a combined of nine games. Um, there is expected Saquon was amongst the top offensive performers at the Giants uh, this past season. 
looking at every fair against his fellow running backs, it's slightly lesser showing. However, he did miss three games. Um, through his 962 rushing yards, was only good enough for 16th best. Um, and his 719 yards after contact was sixth highest in the league. Um, there's comments come out recently from different people. Tommy DeVito, Kayvon Thibodeau, and I know it's it got people talking on, on social media as it does. Um, they think you should pay the man. Um, and Barkley himself has said numerous times, I want to be a giant for life. The big decision is all going to be down to Joe Shane, though. And I suppose it's going to come down to how he values him combined with what Saquon's asking for now. I know he has changed agents. Um, I think he's he's fully gone on, on last towards the uh, deadline of the tag. I think he signed, um, brought a new agency on board, and I think he's got rid of his old agency completely. If I've read it right somewhere, someone could quote me if I'm wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that uh, it sounds really bad now. But that bird that he had as his agent, she's gone, and I think he's got more like. I know, that's what I said it, it's been bad, so that's why I just... <laughs> I can't remember what her name is. I just remember it was a, a, a bird-like, and I'm, I'm sure she's gone now and he's replaced her with um, so, somebody else. So hopefully that's a good sign because, you know, you only got to listen to Chris Bizignano from the Giants Inside, our friend of the pod, um, and he said numerous times last year that the he felt the agent that he had at the time was the sticking point, and he said himself that... He gets a feeling that Joe Shane started to get a little frustrated with his, with his old agency company. So maybe that's a positive sign. Um, but, you know, thank you, Kim Moyle. Yeah, Kim, uh, she's gone as far as I'm aware. Um, so, yeah, Craig, what do you think about 2-6? Are you going to break my heart <laughs> on Valentine's <laughs> <laughs> God, talk about a loaded question. Jesus. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it's so difficult. Like this this is probably the worst you know, we knew that last season there was a potential it could happen, but it all signs pointed to he'd be back. And he was, probably not in the way that he wanted to be. This time something seems a bit bit different um you know the the only time i can remember something like this affecting my thought process as much was when um odell went you know this this kind of seems like the biggest one since then and for me i i want saquon back i do and i think that he understands what he needs to do financially to come back I think Joe Shane understands what the ballpark is going to be that he's going to be looking for, and I do think he will be back. Um, there, you know, there are there are other options out there. Josh Jacobs is a potential free agent. Obviously, this is all subject to franchise tagging. Um, Derek Henry's out there. That um, there are multiple. Don't, stop it with the Titans already. Come on. <laughs> uh, I could make it worse. Tony Pollard's out there. Um, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know you've got all those players. Josh Jacobs obviously had some incredible years. So did so did Derek Henry. Uh, Derek Henry's a little bit older, but um, I just like to see Saquon back. Everything that he's put up with in this franchise, um, and what you know, you look at the stats that he recorded: yards after contact, the ninth best in the league with a no line that we had. That just shows that 
you know, he's being hit so early, but he's able to get through. Look what happened when we weren't running back by committee. Unless we get somebody really good in, I don't want to see running back by committee. There's another there's another running back we're going to talk about later. And I will I will tell you a spoiler. Get him on the bus already. Like I, I'm not I, I'm not even arguing about him coming back. But Barkley for me, I'd like to see him back. It's a no-brainer that Saquon Barkley comes back for me. I, granted, obviously, there's been a lot of talk whether he was, you know, whether picking him second overall was the right move. Um, he's like you said, he's had that throughout his whole career. But the proof is in the pudding, and and he's been the biggest weapon we've had on offense since he was drafted. It's interesting you talk about the the Odell um, deal that the, obviously when he was let go um, to Cleveland, Odell was all about Odell. Odell was all about growing his brand. His brand was probably more important to him than whether he's playing for the Giants, whether he's playing for the Browns, whether he, he could have gone to you know the Chargers, he could have gone to the Broncos, could have gone to any other team. But it, it was all about his brand. Barkley's not all about that. Barkley, you know, he was, he's got his own brand, don't get me wrong, but you just get the feeling that he just wants to play football and he clearly enjoys playing football in New York. And he's you know, he's come out and said, you know, he wants to be a giant for life. Uh, and we want him to be a giant for life. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think, again, it, it depends on the money, but in all honesty, he's, he's never going to get anywhere near what, Christian McCaffrey's got in at, at San Francisco. We know that for a fact. That's not going to happen. He he can't expect that to happen because he's not currently at the standard that Christian McCaffrey is at. If you look at the, the season McCaffrey just had, I mean, it was absolutely phenomenal. It helps that the San Francisco offense was phenomenal as well. So he can't expect to get that sort of money. Yes, he could be as good as McCaffrey, but he's not proven that he's as good as McCaffrey this last season, probably even the season before that as well. So money-wise, around, you know, he was he was what? How much was he offered during the season last year? Was it like 13, was it 13, 13, yeah. 13 a year. He's, he's probably not even going to get that. Um, and he probably wishes he would have taken that, but it wasn't... It, he obviously wasn't right at the time, so you know it happens. But I think 11, 12 a year, I'd be more than happy to sign him up for that and have to have two six back for at least another two, maybe even three years. Because God knows we need the help on offense, and God knows we need we need him in the backfield because he is a game changer. Um, so yeah, bye, 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 bye. I think as well, unlike McKinney, I think you, I'm not saying you're going to get a whole team discount, but I personally think the best option that we might have is that let him hit free agency. He gets an offer and he comes back to the Giants and gives us a chance to match the offer. That way he's seen what he's actually worth. Mm. And he, there's a little bit of respect there. He's saying, look, I want to be a Giant for life. Are you willing to match it? And then, you know, if, if Joe Shane decides to say no, then... You know, to quote that old quote, what is it? Don't be sad it's over, be happy that it happened or summit. I think that'll worst case scenario with Saquon. 
And it's interesting you say that because there are a lot of um, inputs in on X where people have said a gentleman's agreement would be the kind of thing that Barclay would be happy with. Um, yeah. and, and then he could potentially, you know, like you said, go out, find out what his value is, come back to the Giants and say, look, this is what I'm getting offered. If you just gave, give me that little bit extra, I'm back. Uh, and and I do think, in a way, he might be slightly disappointed with what he does get offered out there. I, th- I think that could happen. Um, you know, th- there's a lot of people who are, are saying exactly what I would expect. Um, love him, great guy, good player, can't pay what he wants, nor should we reluctant goodbye. Buy if the money's right, do not tag again. Uh, see that can't see that doing much in the locker room. I don't think they'll tag him again. Uh, I don't think anyone no. has said that they will tag him again. I just feel like, again, there's another gentleman's agreement. Would love for it to be a buy. Can't see it happening. I'm not overpaying for him. The tag is around 11.5, so anything around that be happy. Um, if the price is right, no-brainer. Uh, hi, Becca. Literally just seen Becca's thing on, um, on uh, X itself. In fact, anybody on X, go and find Becca's account from today. She's been doing Valentine's cards with our players and they are absolutely phenomenal and they absolutely kill me. Um, and the fact that DeVito, JMS, Tay Banks and Bobby O have all seen the ones she's made for them and and kind of have reacted is, is amazing as well. So there's some cracking ones out there. Um, and then, yeah, Kieran says, our office gives me the fear without him. Yeah, I mean, I I I, I want to see him back. I, I think, in all honesty, I think he probably will. He, he, there's a, a a good possibility that he could come back, um, but it's it's just got got to be for the right money. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think we could talk about Barkley all day. Uh, all evening, um, we had a pod on him last we? year. <laughs> yeah, we had a whole pod on him last year. <laughs> yeah, and and a lot of what we said last year probably that it probably still rings true this year as well. Um, you know, he's he's that weapon that we need on offense. You know, we've got a lot of young guys on offense that they need that experienced head to sort of guide them and lead them, and and you know. I I I think our offense is worse off without him than we are with him. Hmm. Um, and I think if if we do if we are sticking with Daniel Jones next year in twenty twenty four, Barkley needs to be there because although there's yes there may be other um, backs available in free agency. Yes, there may be you know obviously we've got the likes of Eric Gray who's young and up and coming, but he's going into his second season. Yes, there's potentially, you know, backs we could pick up in the draft. Yet uh, none of them are Saquon Barkley. No. No. And it 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 for me it's a no brainer. You you sign him. You give him the deal. You might not necessarily give him the deal that he wants, but you give him the deal you feel that he's worth. Um and if if he declines that, then that's up to him. You know, but I think give him the deal that he's worth and get him signed up and put it all to bed and let's move on with 2024, in my opinion. 
Cool. Let's roll through the rest, I guess. Yeah, let's. Um, A. Sean Robinson, Craig. Yep. So uh, A. Sean saw his snap count increase substantially after the trade of Leonard Williams, the Seahawks. And despite scoring low in overall defensive grade and run defense grade, the interior defensive lineman came up big once he got going. This is evidenced by his high rankings in tackles and defensive stops, which both ranked in the top 10, despite Aishon playing on average 315 snaps fewer than those around him. Uh, the Giants' run defence has been an Achilles heel for years, and even though that didn't really change a lot this season, Aishon is kind of one of the reasons it didn't capitulate as we got into the latter half of the season. Um, the Giants do have Jordan Riley and Nunez Rochez under contract. Um, Nunez Rochez does have an out in his contract at the end of this season. I did post a question to Dan Duggan on The Athletic about this, and he said that he couldn't see that happening. It was more likely that um, it would be the end of next season that uh, we would that the Giants would look at uh, Nacho's contract. So um, we could still look to extend Robinson if he is on the cheap. And um, the other person I've got on my list here is Ben Bredesen. So uh, Bredesen has been with the Giants for three years, lined up at centre, left guard and right guard, recording over 200 snaps at each position. Most of his centre and right guard snaps, though, did come in this past season. Uh this season's carousel probably hindered him more than it's helped, and it's kind of reflected in the stats you can see on screen. 1,107 pass blocking snaps. He allowed five, uh, sorry, seven sacks, five quarterback hits, 53 hurries. But, um, you know, the majority of those did come this, this past season in, in 2023. Um, as just mentioned, Bredesen was moved all around the line due, due to his injury crisis um, and due to this inconsistency. You, you know, you can see he, he ranks around the bottom at nearly all of the major metrics, PFF grade, pass block grade, pressures allowed, sacks allowed. Um, he also gave up a team high 39 pressures, uh, as well as a team high eight penalties as well. So, you know, if we look at the outlook for Bredesen, offensive line projects to be very different this upcoming season. Uh, new coach, that could mean a complete reset for anyone no longer under contract. Uh, Bredesen's versatility, versatility, can't say that word. Um, could be his saving grace, though. I mean, yeah. I think for me, Aishon, um I like Aishon Robinson. I think um, he, he's got championship winning experience. He plays, he can play nasty as well. He's a great run stuffer. He's not perfect, um, but he can play. He's aggressive, um, and you're ruining you're ruining my question at the end, Dan. Go on, sorry. <laughs> I thought you I thought you'd asked the question already. My apologies. There is there's no question. You're ruining my question. Oh, go on. <laughs> Shane's Shane's got two more, and we've got a magical pick, and now we're spoiling it for all the listeners. I'll shut up then. <laughs> <laughs> so the next player to uh to going to talk about is Isaiah Hodgins, who wide receiver, twenty six years old. Um, he had a tough year last year, to be fair, after obviously getting picked off Bill's practice squad the year before, and we kind of thought we'd find a bit of a a hidden gem. Um, he kind of got lost in the wide receiver shuffle last season. 
He finished with uh, 275 receiving snaps, which was 283 less than Slayton and 113 less than rookie Jalen Hoyt. Bit of core, bit of core, bit of poor quarterback play and the declining snaps. Um, Hodgins had less yards than his eight game showing the season before. His 230 yards was ninth on the Giants and 110th across <laughs> all receivers. One thing you can cling to though is he got three touchdowns, which was which was the third most on the Giants roster, which seems appalling when you say it's eight player, I guess. <laughs> Not beat around the bush. That, that's shocking. Um, but obviously with Hodgins being a restricted free agent, it's like restricted free agent, it's likely he will solve with the Giants again. But if the Giants do pick up a premium receiver in free agency or in the top end of the draft. There's a chance he could find himself at the bottom end of the receiver depth chart. And then lastly, he's a wide receiver Gunnar. Still don't know how to pronounce his last name, so I'm not even going to attempt it. I'm going to hurt myself. Um, call him a wide receiver. Yeah, that. Um, call him a wide receiver. He's more just a pump returner, really sickly. And, and, you know, he's. Um, that, that, that's kind of what, what he, he was signed to, to do. Um, all stats on the screen that you guys can see that are watching us live there from week eight when Gunnar joined the Giants. Um, but, you know, you can see what a difference he made and where it ranked against the wider league. It's 282 yards, which, of course, were boosted by that long of 94, led the NFL in that time. And if you look at the whole season, it would have still been a good enough the joint ninth in the league. Um what kind of isn't all like your boy stats is how calm and reliable he was as a returner, which changed the Giants' fortunes in the punt and kickoff game. And obviously, he had that um, touchdown against the Rams, which I can't remember the last time we even had a, a special teams touchdown, re, re, return touchdown. Um, and if the Giants want to finally have some consistency in the return game and shore up what has been a role position since 2016, um, then re Gunnar is a must. Um, with a new special teams coordinator coming in, there's hopefully going to be an improvement across the board. I mean, it's going to take a lot for it to get any worse, but, you know, we keep thinking that about the old line and look what happens. Um, but, you know, a good return is a pretty good starting point in that regard. So, out of the... We, we, I'll, I'll take over and throw this to Dan first so he can finish, he finish what he started. Um, out of the four we've just spoken about, who do you think is the most really important to re-sign? Sorry, I got ahead of myself. Um, for me, this between two, I think... I mean, I'll start talking about Eshawn, so I'll finish about him. Um, I think he's, he's He made an impact when um, Big Cat left, and I think he... He deserves um, to to be on on the team still. I think he 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 almost like I say he plays aggressive, he plays dirty, he plays nasty, and, and he he's a big boy up front. And I think we need we need that experience up front. Don't get me wrong; I'm not averse to bringing in a, a young guy. Um, a potential, you know, we've got um, what's his name, Jordan Riley, as well on the on the D liners. So you know, there's there's youth and there's um, you know, exciting players coming through, but I think Aishon is one to keep for me, and the other one is Gunner. I think it, for me, it's a no-brainer to keep Gunner because the difference he made in special teams when he joined. Um, just that, for, if anything, it's for the punt return for a touchdown. 
if we can if we can get one of them out of him a year, I'll be happy. Um, and yeah, I think for 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 me, it's those two. Hodgins, meh. Uh, he had a, he had a good first half a season with us, but obviously he was trending down a little bit last year. He, he didn't receive didn't get that much in the way of targets, um, and. He, he didn't have a great season, a full season. So, Hodgins, mm, the likelihood is he's going to be at the bottom of the depth chart. So, I, I, whether he's on the team or not, I don't know. It would be it might be alright to keep him. Hey, but there we go. But uh, yeah, for me, A. Sean and Gunner are the two I would keep out of those. Shane, what about you? Um. So Hodgins doesn't really bother me. I'm kind of in a similar way that Dan's thinking. If I had to pick one to re-sign, though, I'd probably go for Gunner, to be honest with you, because I was quite impressed with him when he when he came in. Um, you know, it, it's a position that's kind of not really been that great for us in in regards to... I mean, I think for the last couple of draft classes, I've, I've been eyeing up returners to draft, that, you know, return in the college game that can, you know, hopefully return for us. And we... we it, it's a position that's neglected, but I don't really know why it's neglected. Because if you've got a shit returner, you're going to get shit field position every time. And I, I, I think it's something that, you know, we've, we've neglected quite badly in, in free agency and, um, and, in, and in the draft. So for me, I, I've been impressed with Gunnar. I think he, he's come in and he's been absolutely spot on. Probably could have asked more for, from him, to be honest with you. Um, so out of the four... A Sean just misses out, so I'm going to go for Gunnar. So, um, interestingly, obviously none of us are going to go for Bredesen um, on this because uh, I I'm I'm the same uh, as Shane. I'm going to go with Gunnar with with A Sean just missing missing out. Um, Hodgins is a strange one for me, and the reason that I don't go for Hodgins is just if you think if we were to trade, oh, well, if we were to trade for sign in free agency or draft a number one receiver you've then got that new number one receiver Slayton Wandale who's been great Jalen Hyatt who who is who is there as well um Hodgins kind of just just misses out because of that for me not because of the inconsistency or or the numbers he's put up but just purely because of there, there will be plenty of people ahead of him um Gunner just yeah like Shane said you can't you can't do seventy plus yard drives every single time. It doesn't work like that. It's really difficult. You can't rely on your defense to set up the short field every time. You almost want your your uh, punt returner to to help out in that in that instance because you know the he didn't he didn't take. I don't actually know if he did take any kickoffs whatsoever. Um, I think it was mostly just punt returns, but. The you know the way that he solidified that position, which was a position of need because we had Eric Gray and you know we had the Dory Jackson incident recently over that and you know as Shane said we we haven't really had anyone for years and years as we said Dwayne Dwayne Harris I think was the last person to return a punt for a touchdown so and then if you look at like the comments. Um, 
with Ollie's actually said it's between Robinson and Hodgins, and he said he'd go Hodgins only just. I mean, Darren said uh, keep Gunner. Steve said Hodgins can hop on the bus. Kieran's gone for Gunner, um, and Hodgins can go for the bus. And there was uh, earlier, I think Keith said we need a specialist punt returner, so this one isn't no brainer. Buy. Um, so it looks like you know Gunner is 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 a firm favourite amongst the fans. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Just for his his big playability and and the fact that he, even if he even if he returned a punt 10, 15 yards every time, it's better than what we'd had previously. So I'm not surprised that the majority of wanting to keep Gunner around. Um, Bredesen, I'm I'm not bothered either way. I think he's a he's a decent guard, but I mean our O line needs way more attention than what one person can give. So. You know, losing Bredesen wouldn't be the end of the world. So yeah, A Sean, A Sean, buy for me, and uh, Hodgins and Bredesen get on the bus. <laughs>